Hold up, y'all hear that? Sounds like that new black anime. Let's go. You all about that action. That slice of life. Hey, yo, Eric, keep that slice of life. Yo, Eric, you it's like i just always compared anime to naruto that's the same all right bro that nigga was strong i'm not even close yo he couldn't even kill What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to another week of the Black Anime Podcast, where we talk about anime, manga, webtoons, culture, all that and more. And you already know, you got your main man here, Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology. And we got... You got your boy, Bo. It's been a minute, but it's good to be back. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy doing another episode. A.K.A. The Manga Mogul. A.K.A. The Man That's Read 100 Books. Um, you know, Talk that talk. A.K.A. All <laughs> those things are true. All those things are true. <laughs> um, uh... This week, you know, I mean, another Aaron and Bo episode. You know, I mean, bring back a classic. We gotta do this at least, at least once every two months, at least, sometimes more. So, um, we're bringing it back with some, you know, a, a topic that's you know kind of really close to our heart. Um, something I definitely plan on bringing back as a full squad episode one day. But something I feel like you know, I really want to talk about. Uh, I don't know what timing, just, I don't know. Personally, I've just been feeling real heartfelt a lot of, uh, real recently. So something I really sure. want to get into today. Um, but before we get started, as always, the what's up. Bo, what you been watching, uh, what you been reading, whatever, what you been up to? Okay, I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, first and foremost, I'm doing like well, I guess, to start off. Uh, family's healthy. Um, still like linking with friends, doing, trying to stay healthy, all that good stuff. But uh, reading and watching, man, so... I rewatched Legend of Korra, so I finished that not too long ago. Uh, and Legend of Korra, like man, it's really good. I, I loved, I loved it to be honest. Uh, so I rewatched that. I've been slacking a little bit on um, like what I've been watching, reading. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a few chapters behind in some stuff, uh, a few episodes behind in some anime. But I did watch Darwin's Game, um, based off two recommendations, you being one of them. And Darwin's Game is fire. Um, I know amazing. I'm late. So please don't please don't get on me uh, if you're listening. But yeah, no, Darwin's game was fire. I hope they get another season of that. Like it was really a fire anime. So, um, but yeah, I have been slacking. So hopefully, I pick I pick some stuff back up uh, starting tomorrow and this weekend. So, but that's really it with me, man. What about you? Uh, I'm good. I've been chilling. Um, talking to you know we was talking before we started the episode, and I think for about four days I didn't watch anime. And I y'all y'all might be thinking, oh that's regular. You know I mean I don't watch anime every day, but if y'all you know me, I at least get in a good five to you know ten episodes a day. And um, this past few days I just been focused on so many other things. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah this is it's strange. Like I think I realized it like yesterday two days ago. I was like, wow, I have not watched anime. And almost a week, and I haven't. I think I haven't not watched one anime a day since I think what 2019, 
August. I think that's the last when time. Say, I when did. you say one anime a day, you mean like finishing an anime in a day? Well, I do do that every once in a while, but no, I mean like at least like watch like an episode of anime a day. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, this it's crazy. Like I've I've been continuously watching anime every day for about a year or so. We're not a year, but about like ten months or something like that. So it's uh it's like strange, but I mean um it was good taking a few days off um, of watching just to you know uh, focus on some other things. But yeah. I did watch a little bit of Cowboy Bebop because I love space anime and we need more of it. I love that space opera feel that Cowboy Bebop has. So um, yeah. watch that. Um, yesterday I caught up on Arte. I cannot wait to talk. Well, Art Arte, whatever. I can't wait to talk about that when we have our best of the season episode. The Art that's that's one of my favorite MCs. This new gen, bro. She really? she really like. I, that I sounds familiar. I, I can't. What was what, what, what that about? It's about this woman in the 16th century who wants to be an artist, but like the artist um, craft is dominated by men. So like they give her like a hard time. It's just like fight through all this adversity to like be accepted as an artist in this world. So um, it's like a real, real good story. She like at first she a little soft, but then she she gets into her own. And you know, excuse excuse my French, but she she just be like like niggas be talking, and she just be like laying like big ass dick. She like whoa. Who y'all talking to? Like y'all not talking to me like that. Like yeah, I got the balls in here. Like I'm I'm that nigga. Like she's been coming through with it. And so I love it. I love her. I love her so much. She don't be backing that of nobody. Great MC. And I think the other thing I watched was an older anime that Hulu recommended to me. And Hulu got the best recommendations in the game. Um Dude, they have a good algorithm. They, yes, that <laughs> algorithm for Hulu recommendation. I I, I watched Lord Marksman and Venadia Venatus. I would have never watched that. If Hulu didn't put it in front of my face, and it was actually pretty good, one season, that, bro, I had never heard of it either. Like I was just, I think I came on Hulu one day, and it was like, "Watch, well, try this out." And I looked at the description, I was like, "Oh, this time kind of dope," and it was good. It was good, but only one season, sadly. It needed another one, but um, horrible feeling. I got the episode thirteen yesterday, and I was like, "This would be great with the second season." Is it ever going to get it though? No, but it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, and with that, you know, I mean, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just transition. Let's just switch gears yeah. over to the, the topic we got today. To, today. Um, so at first I had it as lessons learned from anime, which it still primarily is, but um, this is we on Thursday the 11th. And we actually got a tweet from somebody uh, today at saying they found our podcast. Um, oh my gosh. I was shot to my, I don't, I don't have it up on my phone right now. I got, now. It. I got, you got it. it. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say her name. I hope she's listening. Uh, her ad name is It's Me. I'm gonna say it's Shantiti, but her like display name is Shanti. So I hope Miss Shanti, if you're listening, thank you for tuning in and thank you for adding us. Um, but yeah, continue what you're saying. Yeah. So um, her um uh no you do good and her her tweet gave me an idea because we were already planning on doing this episode anyway because like we, we, everything's planned ahead, but um that's why I changed I end up changing it to like our anime journey um and this is something we're going to continue as I said before um with like yeah. you know with different different people with the squad or something like that but sh- her her tweet really gave me this idea to talk about especially since she's just now starting to get into anime and like it made you know. Um, it again made me think about you know how did we start and what really you know got you us invested into anime. So I think yeah. that, so that's like the first thing I talk about. What what really made us get into anime? Like how did our journey really begin? Uh, go ahead, Bo. You can go first. 
For sure. Uh, I think just like most kids, and especially our age, um, if anybody's listening for context, me and Aaron, we both just graduated college uh, this year. So um, that gives you a little, like, a little bit of context. I guess we can imagine when we you know how the anime scale was when we were growing up. But uh, for me, you know, I got into it through Toonami. Um, I remember like just watching it. Uh, well, actually, before Toonami, I guess I think everybody starts with like, or like most people started with like, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh. I think that's the first like intro. But like, you know, at the time, you know, it's different than regular cartoons, but you don't really, you don't really know it's anime type deal. So like, at least that's how it was for me. Uh, and then I remember finding out about Toonami just by like staying up and me and my brother seeing it. And then what really made me get into the world though was I'll never forget seeing the trailer for uh, for Naruto. And I remember when it was coming out, so me and my brother, like, I was so hyped. And I remember, like, uh, there was, like, certain time. By a certain time, I had to be in my room. Now, I didn't have to go to sleep, but I had to be in my room. But I didn't have a TV in my room. So I remember, like, asking my mom, like, yo, mom, can I stay up just for extra 30 minutes just like a watch, like, the premiere of Naruto? And I, I forget they did one episode or two episodes or whatever. But she was like, yeah, fine, whatever. So me and my, me and my, my brother stayed up and watched Naruto, the first two episodes in Toonami when it premiered. And I fell in love like <laughs> that. That sparked something that I didn't even know, like, you know, this journey would take me on. So then I watched Naruto. And then I think like the next time Tsunami came, I watched Naruto. Then I watched Bleach. Uh, I watched Full Metal Alchemist. And that was like Full Metal Alchemist OG, not the bro- not Brotherhood. So I watched Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I watched a little bit of One Piece on Tsunami. And then somebody in my neighborhood who also also watched anime. He was from the Philippines, but he, like, he was into anime heavy. And then that's yeah, I just like started getting into. I got picked up my first manga from my local library. It was a Bleach manga, and I was like, "Yo, there's like there's comic books for this thing too." But it was called manga. So I was like, "Yo, this is a whole world." Then the rest is history, man. That's, that was kind of like my introduction for me. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I know yours. Like we talked about, I know yours is a little bit. I think you got into a little bit later than yeah, I. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got the full anime later than everybody else, and I guess mine is. Um, more emotional, I guess, necessarily. Um, when I first started, so when the first, okay, I can remember, I remember vividly the first time I ever saw anime, um, was on Toonami. Obviously, I was staying up late watching, you know, Family Guy and all that kind of stuff like that. And I didn't really pay attention to it. I believe either I fell asleep and woke up to it, or I, um, I was switching through channels and I, I caught it, um, on, uh, when I was like going back and forth between like, you know, Disney or, or um, uh, Nickelodeon or something. And um, it was the end of a Cowboy Bebop episode. And I was intrigued, but like it wasn't to the point where I was like watching. I was still very much in the cartoons of that time. I was still yeah. watching, you know, Spider-Man, uh, OG Spider-Man. Yeah. I was still watching, you know, Justice League Unlimited. I was seeing Titans, uh, um, Ben yeah, 10. Did like, you, you watch Sonic X? This is random. Of course, of course. Sonic X is anime. All right. I, I've just realized that. So I'm kind of lying. I was watching Sonic X from the jump. Yeah, from the yeah, Sonic X was fly. It was amazing. Um, so uh we so um, i was kind of so i didn't really i wasn't really that um aware of it like i watched Yu-Gi-Oh, like i said Yu-Gi-Oh, sonic x i saw pokemon um digimon like i knew about those i watched them but like it wasn't the click in my head that it was anime so i didn't yeah. really didn't really feel like that to me so it wasn't really until um streaming services came out that i became real big into it like i knew people that watched i knew the websites i knew the struggles and like that but i wasn't really like you know watching watching like that um yeah. i think i first watched uh full metal alchemist and um the, the og first and i like the og yeah. better but you know people, I, I understand brotherhood got you know subjectively i'm an og fan 
objectively brotherhood ties certain things together a little better. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, anyway, for me, I mean, for the Alchemist, um, when I watched it, um, might get a little personal real quick, but um, I think for me, what really hit was with the brothers and dealing with the death of their mother. And I'm not saying like my, my mom didn't die, nothing like that, but yeah. it was, it was more just them dealing with death in general. And gotcha. for me personally, when I, um, uh, when I, cause when I was um, 12, um, yeah. in 2010, yeah, it's something I'll be like, oh, these niggas young. But when I was, uh, Word, right? <laughs> these niggas young, 12, 2010, oh my gosh. Um, my brother died of cancer, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. I was having a very, um, a very hard time coming of it at that time in my life. Uh, I was really dealing with like a lot of emo like issues emotionally. And, you know, uh, when I saw from the alchemist, um, the original around that time, um, or like a year after something like that, um, and how they had to deal with the death of the mother and how it was like the metaphor of them, you know, uh, you can't get back things that are already gone and you lose part of yourself and they go on this journey that's physical and mental and which they have to fight to gain themselves, gain themselves back. And that really touched my heart. Like till this day, when I when I would do a full watch of a film of the OG or Brotherhood, like I get to the end, I almost cry because like I really felt like personally it really took me on a journey of like, you know, coping with the things that were going on with me. And like that, after that, it was a done deal. Like after that, I was an ant, like I was a weeb, whatever you want to call it, anime head, all that, like I was balls deep because I, I had never felt that from a cartoon, TV shows like live action TV shows. I, I don't I don't I don't really feel that most most of the time. Like they just they just be there. But like yeah. I don't know what it was with like anime. I don't know if it was animation. I don't know if it was the voice acting. I don't know if it was, like, it was mainly the situation. But because I but it was just it really pulled me in and it helped me. Um, it helped me get help give me an outlet to where I felt. For sure. For like sure. I really, yeah. Like I really felt like I wasn't alone, and like I felt as though like it it helped me really get over some of the issues that I was having, you know, personally just by watching that. Um, and I think the next thing, just to go like that's that same idea was Trigun. Trigun gave me a lot of Trigun gave me a lot of you know not only happiness but Vash mm -hmm. and Pete and you know, his struggles with um. Uh, Technically, the guy that was his brother. Once you find out the whole full story, and him just kind of searching for himself, um, yeah. and such for That's who so he was, That's like so it, it yeah. yeah, like it, it, it touched me. And like I don't, I can't really even explain it. How, how, how close that anime is to my heart. That for Battle Alchemist, like it, like. In, in, like I know, like they both have like their own flaws, and like Trigun isn't the most perfect anime. But for me, and at that time, it it pulled me out of like a place that I I never want to go back to, and it pulled me out of a place that really, you know, that was a really bad place for me. So like whenever I rewatch it, like it 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 gives me that joy, that happiness, that um that content feel that I you know I I never really I that took me a long time to gain and get back. That that's what mm -hmm. that gave me. So um. Yeah, like that. Mm. I love that. I love that for you, man. And I think a lot of people can empathize with that. Um, and even I can in, in certain respects, just like the the medium of anime, um, I think just does a great job with yeah, like connecting with with people, right? It's people telling stories through this medium and then people, you know, connect with those stories. So to hear you talk about that, I think it is powerful. Um, especially at, like as people are getting into anime and like, it makes people think back to like, cause like, as you were saying some of those things, I was like, even thinking back myself, like, wow, like, you know, there's just certain things that anime, that anime has helped 
you know, me with or just like other people with and just like TV shows in general, because I also think this is an anime and I just want to throw it in um, just to like relate to what you said. But like Bojack Horseman, I think is a show that I, yeah, that I relate to a lot, like extremely well to the, in that same, you know, notion or the same way that you have with just like Human Alchemist Brotherhood or um, Trigun, you know what I'm saying? And um, anime have done that for me as well, but it's just like, it's just crazy to think the power that this medium has, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, and I think like for me, like I've seen the way like I talk about like Fumanak Miss and Trigun is the same way I've seen people talk about Naruto, same way I've seen people talk about One Piece, you know, yeah. in the big three. And like, and I mean, there's other shows in here that I've written down that I really felt, but I've seen people talk about it in the same way because, you know, everybody's journey starts in a different way, you know what I mean? But everybody kind of has similar points in that journey to where like, you know, television as a medium, entertainment as a medium isn't only made to entertain because if it was, then everything would, isn't, I'm, okay, I, you know, if it was, everything would, would, wouldn't have such an emotional center. You know what I mean? Like, even that's a journey, like journey, journeys are made for you to be invested in. And, you know, so like for like, like for me personally, like coming coming into this art, like my anime journey, like it's something that like has been like in, invested in and like really interweaved itself within my life. Like 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 how I said earlier, like me not watching anime for like four days, like it's not crazy. Like I've done it before, I've done it in the past. Like I don't watch, like I'm not like a fiend. Like I've been watching more because of the podcast. But yeah. um usually like I usually I'm usually like, very picky with what I watch. But like for me personally, like I take a lot of time to sit down, watch it. Um, you know, invest in it, you know, and really, you know, get a feel for it. And that's what really makes me happy. Like, um, and it really makes me feel content and it makes me feel full, like, 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 like a, like a full person, I guess. And so like, and that's like, anime just does that in a way that I've never gotten from most, from any, really any cartoon, like Ben 10 and yeah. Batman Beyond and, you know, uh, the other the, the golden Batman series, I can't remember what it's called right now. It's like three different Batman series. Golden Batman series, you know, uh, OG Spider-Man. Love OG Spider-Man. Like I love all those cartoons yeah. for the most part. But like I've never felt like they never like in that even live action, like I said, never live action, they never gave me that same feeling. Like word, word. Never. Like I don't like this. Oh. I can't I can't think of any movie, any TV show that I watched, and like by the end of it, like I was about to cry. Right, like yeah. I was about to, like I was like I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is really touching me, like real crazy. So like that, like I can't think of, yeah, anime is just so, so, so dope, so different, so many different ways, and it, that, it pulls you in in a way that not many other um, mediums can do. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I think, uh, yeah, everything you said is like right on the head, and uh, just to like go into something um that you brought up with when you said like you heard you have heard people said the same thing about like naruto um naruto uh one piece bleach other big three and stuff like that so when we're thinking about like things anime have taught us originally um so like yeah like naruto obviously i mentioned that was like the first anime i fell in love with still my favorite anime of all time that's subjectively i do think they're objectively anime that are better than naruto but subjectively it's my uh my favorite anime of all time and yeah, man. Like, uh, there's two things that I think always hit home for me with Naruto was when Kakashi, um, when they're in the beginning, they're doing a the training or whatever, and Kakashi got it from Obito. But anyway, the uh, the quote or the saying was, "Those who break the rules are scum, and but those who abandon their friends are even worse than scum." And like, I don't know, like that's just something that like always stuck with me. Self-explanatory. Like, it was like once I heard that, it was just like, "Yo, bro!" Like, it's like especially as a kid, like 
you know, when you're watching and like the character says it in like a deep voice and it's all cool and you're like, yo, this thing's crazy. Like you just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just identify with it, right? And, like, he just jumped them bars. Like you was just like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, you just get hype or whatever. And, like I remember hearing that and like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, like, you, I like that has been like my compass and like not betraying friends. Like, mm-hmm. and but it's still just like, that's just still something that's like, just crazy. Like I'll remember that quote forever. Like <laughs> sometimes I'll be saying like me, um, and one of my boys be like just saying it like just jokingly like out of the blue because like the quote was just like so heavy and then obviously like Naruto's whole thing was just like you know his his ninja way that's his ninja his ninja way like but I think more than that like obviously I'm not a ninja like everybody knows like you know what I'm saying like we, we live in the real world but you know just the the thought of like having a code sticking to that code and then ignoring anything else and then like literally just working hard like that's just something that like yeah like I just always I guess was drawn to growing up and like those things, those things give you strength, whether you realize it or not, like, you know what I'm saying? Like what you consume and like for us, it was anime, but like what we consume as people, as humans, like it's going to have an effect on us. Whether you realize it like constantly, subconsciously, whatever the case may be. So like, yeah, man, I definitely feel you in terms of, in terms of just like when you said, uh, you said like making you feel whole, like it, it definitely does feel that way sometimes. It's just like, especially as a kid, like obviously I could look at it now and like, you know, see, just, just see like how, oh, I really was a kid in the way I was like responding to these things, but it's still just crazy. Like how it has an, how it had an effect on us, like as kids and then what it did to us growing up. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I'm like, talk about, talk about dropping the enemy bars. Um, when, um, <laughs> talk about that. Like, cause, cause the first, next thing we talk about is the moments that made us anyway. So that, I mean, that trans perfect transition. Um, um, it's it, for me in Full Metal Alchemist. It's it's the point where it's the part where um, Edward's sitting in the church, and um, the the uh, this is on the first arc of the um, first arc of the anime, and yeah. well, one of the first arcs. He's sitting in the church, and the the uh, the woman's there, and she's like, "Oh, the priest. He promised that he would bring my brother back to life." Da 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 da. And you know, Edward sits there, opens up his book, and he's like, "Humans, they're you know seventy percent ammonia." And da 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 da. And he said, and and she's like, "What is that?" He's like, "That's how you make a human." And he said, but the thing is, the thing that you'll never get back is its soul, right? And like, and I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why that hit so hard for me. Why? Well, I, yeah. I don't know why that hit so hard for me, but like that, that right there, like I, I remember like listening to that and like really like taking a minute and like digesting it. And I was like, and because for me, as someone like you know who lost like my brother or something like that, like, and I feel like for a lot of people, when you lose somebody, like especially somebody that's so close to you, and and and, and, and you know, it's these are things you can't control. Um, you always wish they could come back, right? And yeah. so, like watching from Acropolis, where they try to bring their mother back and fail, and it's like they fa- they didn't fail because they didn't get the parts together, right? Like you can you can find other people that are like your your a family member, right? Like you can find people who are yeah. just as close to them, who who will talk to you, who do all those things for you. But at the end of the day, that person, that soul, the soul of a person, that person they're, they're never coming back. Like yeah. and like yo, know, that was like so so incredibly big for me like so like a, a moment that like really stopped me like in my tracks and it it, it, it was like I, ca- I can't even really explain it like in words like how much it just hit on on how like we like you, you're not you're not like you can't go back like you can't go back you can't make a frankenstein monster and that person comes back like it's it, it's dead after that yeah. like and so that mm, that part that, that bar when he dropped that and I was just, oh my gosh, it just, mm, mm-mm. 
that's that's funny that you, uh, one of them that you call like the way you said anime bars. <laughs> that's just kind of, no, nah, anime really do be having the bars though. Anime really do be having the bars. But um, yeah, like and and that's one of the reasons why. Um, and I think we talked about it with um, uh, Gabe and Brandon when they were talking about uh, their anime Star Child, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when um, like we're talking about like music and the effect that has on certain scenes and stuff. Uh, and like you can you can really remember that when you turn and like it made me think of that when you said like the gravity the gravity of certain scenes especially with that scene with uh, Ed in the church because I remember that scene I remember that scene vividly like <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I don't know if there's something in the background then but I do remember that scene is like very vividly and there's just certain moments in Fullmetal Alchemist is anime in general that the reason why I think they're they're so gravitational heavy like they're so heavy and pulling us is because of the music but like the whole experience along with like the anime bars <laughs> i just wanted to like point that out um but yeah then just continuing off of anime moments that made us uh so there's some like there's some concepts i think that anime has done that like some anime has like really like uh made me like think about or, like just really flesh out like one of them being uh the the concept of freedom um and anime that really like made me yeah like, i guess like made me cognizant of that or just like think about that was really the first one was pokemon um one piece and then i'll throw hunter hunter in there as well the reason i say pokemon is because at all the pokemon editions ash doesn't age obviously he's this yeah. kid who's traveling he's he's traveling these regions with his best pal Pikachu. He's meeting friends along the way. He's like sleeping in people's houses. Like he's like the first nomad. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the first nomad as kids that like I was like you know, like digital um, nomads like big now, but like he's like the first nomad I've like I like actually saw. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was a kid just like traveling, growing with his best pal Pikachu, capturing these Pokemon, like meeting friends along the way figuring out food like as it happened camping outside like sleep sleeping in random spots sometimes in a town that he helped and like just the just the idea like obviously as a kid you watch it and you're like oh man i wish like i was in that world and i could just travel with my with my boys and <laughs> battle with pikachu like like obviously obviously you think that but i do i do think that that was some of my first introductions to like freedom and then, like, as you get older, uh, you know, because, like, as a kid, like, all these things, you know, like, you get all these things in your brain, they make impressions on you, your brain draws connections, your brain starts formulating your own concepts. You st as you get older, you start formulating your own values, ethics, codes, morals, whatever whatever uh, the case have you. Uh, but, like, the essence of freedom, I think, like, has just been really drove home in that, in Pokemon. And then One Piece, the same type of deal. Like, we have Luffy, 17, saying he's going to be a pirate. His uncle's a Marine, like, and he's like, yo, I'm going to do it my way. Like, I'm just trying to find this treasure, have an inciting adventure. And, like, it really just instills, I think, a spirit of, like, just adventure and just to live and to enjoy life with your friends. And that's something I think is, like, it's powerful, especially as a kid. Like, you need to have that because it helps you dream, if that makes sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you don't have any notion of freedom, like, you're not conceptualizing it in any way. It's not being downloaded. However, the case may be, it's just like you're just. I don't know. I feel like it may it may hold you back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I and I, and I get you, um, man. I mean, you like, and 
Well, yeah. I, I was gonna say because you have like Hunter Hunter down and um, Hunter Hunter, like also like the idea of freedom of like going, being able to go out and like adventure and learn himself. But also a big one is Kill You a you know growing kind of in a way past his family, not wanting to do what they want him to do, but instead like they want to be an assassin. He's like, nah. He's like, he's like, I don't want to be that. Like I want to be not only someone that's useful to Gone, but like he has that idea to where he wants to be able to do his own wishes. And yeah. I think. Hunter Hunter is one of the big one. Like again, I didn't grow up watching Naruto. I didn't. You're not gonna speak. I didn't really like Naruto growing up. Like you're not gonna talk about. But um, Hunter Hunter. Like when I watched that, I loved Hunter Hunter from the beginning. And I think when people, I think somebody asked me this because I was like on Twitter. I said, "What should we talk about today?" Someone's like, "Best friends in anime." And I was like, "Killua, honestly, best friend, like best friend in anime, Killua, Killua." Like I, their friendship, um, to me, I think is like one of the best friends. It's got no, it got to be one of the best friendships in all of anime. Gone would do anything for Kelly would Kelly would do anything for Gone. And like and that's like I think that was a big thing in that sh- in that show, just dealing with friendship and dealing with um, you know, healing in a way also, because Gone kind of took Kilua out of that space to where he felt like he was stuck. He felt like he was stuck, he was being used, and he and Gone freed him from that space that he was in. And then yeah. we have Kilua who and that's a freed Gone from from you know his uh, um from a lot of different um parts where he is lost in his own emotion his own anger his own personal anguish and kewa like in, in, in a, a moment you know what i mean when remember when gone um when uh they were um about to go to uh what it was on uh the ant arc come here yeah. about to do the Kamara ant arc and the guy was like um hey he's like give me give me your best john ken like don't hold back right and yeah. and and uh, uh, Gon was like John Ken, and he held it there, right? And like the guy's Kelly face immediately changed. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, the, the guy's yeah. face changes, and he's like, oh, "I'm about to die." Like he says, like I think he said that to him, like I'm about to die. Like if he hits me with this, I'm gonna die. And Kyrie just walks up, taps him, like, "All right, man, relax." And yeah. like it's but that emotional center, you know what I mean? Like that kill you was for Gone, you know what I mean? Like how they complemented each other so well. Yeah, and I, and I think Hunter Hunter really does that better than like uh, so many anime in that in that regards where like it's like they need each other like although they are their own people without each other they complement each other so well and it's like really taught you like how to be you know a good friend like even if you didn't know about then whatever like that no matter how old you are when you watched it like it taught yeah. you like how like friendship could really be in any situation like the matter of the situation they was down like they was right to die for each other like they jumping like somebody they getting beat up. The other person jumping like, and even then they're like, "I'm gonna get your ass beat, but then I'm gonna beat his ass next." I'm, we go, we you know what I mean. You gotta learn your own, but then I'm gonna still help you at the end of the day. So it was, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's real. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like, that's one of the things I think anime has always done like extremely well. And and like as I was talking about the concept, like concepts, um, and like freedom being one of them. I think the concept of friendship is something that like anime has like r- really done a great number on with me personally i think just people in general because like like that and almost to the point where like that's like that's one of the tropes in anime you know what i'm saying like oh man this anime is just all about the power of friendship but like life is really all about relationship like that stuff's important like like maybe the reason why all these anime are about the like people talk about like oh the power of friendship whatever whatever like it's kind of corny in a way but it's like yo like that's literally how you survive life <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, like you need those friends friendships you need those relationships like those are the things like you said like with killer one and uh going those are the things that keep you grounded like you know what i'm saying like out, outside of um like even me like you know I'm, I'm a christian like i'm proud about my faith um and my relationship with jesus christ but like 
even though I'm not, I'm not trying to take the pockets that route, but still, like, yeah. with that, though, you still do need those those friendships, like, mm-hmm. grounded. You know what I'm saying? Like, those human, those, like, human to human peer to peer relationships. So, um, yeah, no, I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's definitely dope. And uh, I just wanted to go to Full Metal Alchemist really quick because I know you mentioned it a lot, um, just for you in the beginning, especially some mm-hmm. of the things you're, like, working through. Um, two things I had for Full Metal Alchemist, um, was one accepting that we are all human. I think as an overarching concept, and then yeah. uh, always thinking and moving forward. I think as like a more specific, tangible type of uh, item, I guess you could say. But accepting we are all human because you just know, like at the end of Brotherhood, obviously, you know the the dwarf, the dwarf in the flask failed. Edward yeah. Edward beats truth, um, and he gives up his alchemy. And like at the end, he's like, "Yo," she's like, "Yo, are you really okay with being a regular human?" And then Ed's like, what do you mean, like, lower myself to a regular human? That's all I've ever been. And, like, mm-hmm. that whole journey of the of the whole show, and then it all begins to it all begins to click once he said that, right? And you're just like, yo, like, that's, that's like, mad simple, but it's mad profound. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, I, you know, like the door from the flags, the door from the flags used to jump yeah. bars. He was dropping <laughs> bars the whole time. No, he <laughs> What? That man was. Yo, he was he was spitting. When he was talking about like prison and freedom and all that, like yes, yeah, nah, he was spitting low kick. He's, he's like he's like he's like you never know what like he said you might you might think that you're free, but in reality you're a prison, you're a slave, you're just as you're just like me, a dwarf in a flask. I was like, tell him again, tell him again, tell him again. Like he was like, yeah, nah, that, that boy was he, was he was spitting he was spitting in the beginning. Um, but yeah, that and then always thinking moving forward, just because like Ed and his brother, Ed and Al, they were like geniuses, right? Young kids, state alchemists, and they're like they were just always sticking to the next way to try to find um a way to get their bodies back when something they didn't like happened or a door got closed, they went to the library, they hunkered down and then they made it work. And then at the end, you know, Alphonse is in the other world and Ed's sitting there like, Yo, how do I get his body back? And he's really just sitting there like think, think, think. <laughs> just thinking. Like, um, but that's something that they do like throughout the whole show. And like it really just made me like, you know, like watching it. Like that's something I just really like enjoyed seeing because it's like uh you're you're just seeing this character. A problem comes, he's thinking, he solves. Something comes, he thinks, he applies, he makes adjustments, he solves. Like, and that's literally just the whole thing with Ed and Alphonse, specifically Ed, obviously, but like just Ed and Alphonse, they're just thinking and solving and thinking and thinking and thinking. And I really, God, I think it's probably because like I'm a logical and analytical type of guy, but like, I really did. I really did appreciate that. That's something I really liked. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That was like a big thing. Like just the idea that Ed, 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 even though, and I think that's also something they did like really smart with having Alphonse be bigger than him and tall than him. Right. So like Ed, although he was the bigger brother, was a smaller brother, but he had to always rise to the occasions. It's like that and had to be like that. So I think that, um, I don't know if that was intentional or I mean, it probably was. I mean, talking about us was probably intentional, but yeah. just that that idea between how he always had to be bigger, even though he was small. Like he always had to be the big guy, even though he was a small guy. And I mean, it's like a simple thing that they do a lot in like you know uh, uh, stories, like have like the like the small guy be a bigger person. But yeah. like Edward that's was a, that to a T. Yeah, big lesson in that too, right? Like mm-hmm. just on the topic, like that's just like a big lesson in life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not lying. And I mean, I, I think that, think about the part and talk, well, talking about that real quick. I have to tell myself I want to go to like, but talking about that, like the, um, remember the part where uh, Ed, like Ed, Ed was fighting, um, uh, Ed is fighting, oh my gosh, what's his name? Ishvalan. 
uh, Scar, identifying yeah. Scar in the city, and um, Winry shows up, and she's like, "This is the guy that killed my parents," and yeah. and, and and she pulls up the gun, and she's about to shoot him, and Ed's like, "Yo, stop! It's not you. This is not your fight. Like, stop!" Yeah. And then she's crying. She's like, "This guy killed my parents." And he's like, "Yeah, but killing him is not going to change." And I, again, this is a simple. A simple lesson, something we've seen in live action, cartoons, everything, you know what I mean? But yeah. um the, it had to be the voice acting, the underlying music, the the idea that we've kind of grown with Scar a little bit and we see him as more of a full person. Um, that we that we see this and we see that like we see both sides of the story. We see like Scar's anger and his pain and his all this, and then we also see Winry's sadness and you know a abandonment like feeling abandoned by her parents because they she couldn't help them when they died and then we see ed there also who ed i bet you ed wished that he could go up to the truth and punch that nigga in the face and be like yo give me back my mom but he know he can't like that's like so like we have like these three characters that are having these complex issues inside of them in this one area and you have ed like yo don't do it stop right and like and scar even like got a weights because scar was like if you kill me you're justified I get it. Like, I don't deserve to live. And so, like, it's it's just that this like this whole complexity, like the the three of them together is like such a it was such an amazing moment in the yeah. anime and anime in general that I, I really love that they built a built up perfectly. Like, and it's something I, I you don't I didn't even expect to happen. Like, I think not in some during anime that I really think that Winry and Scar are gonna meet. I didn't think that, but then when yeah. they do, I'm like, I'm so glad this happened. Like, it's amazing. Amazing moment, amazing anime. Does so many things wonderfully. Um, yeah, and like the lessons in there are just crazy. Like just crazy. what it does for you, like on a on a psychological, psychological, emotional level, mental level, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just, it's all there. You know, it's just definitely out, all there. Out of this world. Um, I want to transition to these two. So two slice of life. That I think. And then I watched last slice of life. Y'all know me. I love slice of life. And but there's two I think that really hit me harder than anything else. Um, first one I talk about is Violet Evergarden. Violet Evergarden is an amazing and just an all around great story from start to finish. A goaded, mm-hmm. goaded anime. If you haven't seen Violet Evergarden, you're severely missing out. Um, so, oh my gosh, beautiful, also, very great mission, but. There's one episode, yeah. each episode is different, like, you know, how this, it's a slice life, you know, so every episode is kind of different sometimes. Um, and the overarching plot of her trying to figure out what love is and doing that, yeah. she's doing that by writing these stories for people and hearing the way that they love and chants, you know, and writing it in a way that, that makes them feel that love. An episode that really spoke to me is the episode where um, she writes to this person who's dying of cancer. And um, all... Again, another one because my brother died from cancer. So when I saw that again, another one, another one that literally almost made me cry. And um, she like, and there's a part where she jumps over the river and all like that. But like, she's writing these. Uh, I, please, I hope I'm getting the right one, one right. But she's writing these stories for the woman's daughter. So when she dies, the daughter still can like has the words of her mother to like live by throughout the years. And yeah. so at the, at the end of the episode, they kind of do a fast forward and you see her when she's 16, 18, 21. And then it's like one, one more. And it's like, this is my last letter to you. Da, da, da. And yo, when I tell you my eyes was wet. Okay. Word. It was about to start falling. Like, cause it was, and, and the thing is who, again, I don't know. I, I got, I, I got who wrote the series or who directed whatever. It, the words, the, the way the words are used is so beautifully done. Like it feels 
personal. Like, yeah. and it's so hard to like make an like a show, a medium do that, whether it's a book, whether it's a manga, a comic book, TV, like, like it's so hard to make a moment feel personal. And that yeah. moment, that sh- that episode felt personal. You know, like when she's reading the letters, like you like you could literally imagine being in that same situation, you know. Yeah. And so, like, and like it's one of the things, like it's one of the things like for um when after my brother died, they told me one of the coping things is you know, still write letters to him. But I got like a box in my room where like you write mm. letters down and put it in there. And wow. so for me, like seeing that, like it like it you do like what it did to me was really crazy. Wow, like, that's it, amazing, it, bro. That's amazing. <laughs> Like it's, it's it's and that's why like it's it feels so on a personal level and I I loved every second of it it it, it definitely um it's a moment that really again another moment that you know made us moment that I think is such so, so integral to anime as a whole and to that anime so yeah um, bro that was like what you just said I hope like people like it's when they listen to it, I hope they like zoom in on that on that <laughs> monologue you just did bro that is amazing especially like one if you know i don't think i said it before so i really do appreciate you getting vulnerable you know what you're feeling especially regarding your brother i know that's probably sensitive so i think it's dope that you're one sharing it with me and then sharing it because i, I think you share like little bits but sharing it with me now and then just sharing it with like people so they can listen to it i think that's real dope of you so i just want to say that but then bro that's that's real good like now obviously not everybody can relate to that but like that is amazing like just to hear that is like Dang, bro! Like, this is like one. It just it just makes you think. Like, life is really wild, and like you know, you may not know everything about anybody, everybody, but it's just like everything about everybody. But it's just like, bro, that was just amazing. Like the way you were able to connect with that, and just like the value you were able to pull and the the emotion you're able to feel. Like that's part of like what's what makes being alive so beautiful, man. Like. <laughs> That that's fire, man. And then uh speaking of all the slice of life things, uh I agree. Like like I watch I've watched a few slice of life and for me personally, one thing I really like uh I really like gravitated with slice of lives slice of life for me was like when I was in high school, especially like junior senior year. Um and I think <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I like Bojack. But anyway, I do think like you know a lot of people go through existential crises a lot. A times like a few times in their lives or whatever and especially they're not grounded or whatever but i think i was going through that like obviously like in the later part of like finishing high school like junior senior year i think as most kids are like you're really trying to figure out like who you are like uh you know you're probably starting to feel like like uh you may have a relationship you may be getting into a few relationships like romantically you know what i'm saying like it's just like a lot like you're trying to get into college like it's just the, like you're really growing up you know you're driving mm-hmm. and it's just a lot there's a lot happening to you at one time and slice of because it's because slice of life as a genre is literally about kids going through their personal life and you're able to gravitate and relate to it so much more in that time you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah no go ahead no i was gonna speak i was like, talking about that like and i started like me me, me and you're both seeing this um and this is a newer one um before i, I still have one more left but for in a slice life category but um just talk about this. Uh, sing yesterday for me. Oh boy, yes. Yo, I think I love that. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta I'm, I'm a few episodes behind, but yeah, continue. <laughs> You're not not the only one, but it's 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 like, you know what? I feel like it dropped. So for you know, for 2020, um, 
you know, year 2020, or if you've got, you know, graduated, you know, winter or something like that, it's a, it's a great moment. Um, an anime, if you're around this time period watching this about so like, you know, you know, it's so, so perfectly timed for like people like people like us and, you know, and if you're reminiscing, but people like us, um, where we have this character who's just graduated college, doesn't know what he wants to do in life, working at a convenience store, not even, not even some of the love interest. Cause that's not, we're never gonna talk about them. All right. Cause we're not worried about them right now, but doesn't know what he wants to do in life. Um, got a degree, you know, but doesn't know, but still like, you know, but he's now he's doing photography, but he didn't get his degree in photography. That's something he's dabbling in. So like, it's, it's that idea that like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're all kind of the same, you know, we're all kind of just, you know, wandering in the world, trying to find our own, find our place. And like uh, this anime comes at a great moment, a great moment in time again for like us to where like I'm yeah. watching this and like even like even though like I'm I know people that's like him, you know what I mean that just no, literally literally yeah <laughs> like, I know people that's just like that like there's just like this man that does not that is not where we're going and like I, I feel it inside myself where I'm unsure about the next decisions I make based on where I am in life right now and what's going on in outside of my life also like you you have this apprehension and the show shows that so perfectly like so perfectly throughout it so far it shows it really well through his timidness through the animation how the animation i'm so like I, I i believe it's 2d but like it looks like it has some side of cg or cg in it i'm not sure but it's yeah. kind of it's kind of a little janky little off kilter like to where it, you can really feel the character's apprehension their unease their unease and i, I love it like it's yeah. great and, and sing yesterday about me has great elements of like that uh, that old school vibe, like for example, they use uh, like they have like Walkmans in the um yeah. And I think in some of the cutscenes that I met, I think some of the characters like use Walkmans still. Um, but like yeah, like just like that. Um, but yeah, no, bro, I I definitely agree. Uh, one thing, another anime, like so like yesterday about me, I think it's so timely now, obviously because we just graduated. But then when I watched, I first watched uh, Hioka by Kyoto Annie, mm -hmm. uh, the slice of life. Um, if you for those who don't know, quick synopsis about this kid named Oreki. Uh, he's super smart, but he's like lazy in the sense like his motto is <laughs> he's an energy conservist. And if he doesn't have to do something, he won't. But if he does have to do it, he'll, he makes it quick. Uh, and he's in high school. And basically this new girl moves into town um, and she kind of just she's like the opposite of him. She's go lucky. She's living and like he's. He's basically just like in this he's in high school he's just like in this i'm pretty sure he's a senior as well in high school and i, I watched my senior year but i could be wrong but um and yeah like he's just the anime is just about him going through his school solving like things kind of figuring himself out um falling for this girl romantically figuring out stuff with his best friend like and then what he wants to do post high school like and it's just like how sing yesterday about me was is timely now i feel like kyoko was timely for me then and a few other slice of life I watched that senior year. Like I watched that, I watched your line in April, I watched Anne Ohana, and I watched Orange. And mm -hmm. all those slice of life were just like, obviously all those kids weren't like graduating high school in those yeah. in those anime, but it was still just like about kids in their youth, literally trying to figure out their youth, like dealing with romance, dealing with sickness, dealing with um emotions, dealing with friendships, dealing with life after high school, life after middle school, like it was just so timely and like I was consuming so much of that because it was like I was that's how I was relating to it. Like that's how I was figuring out my feelings. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, slice of life definitely do have a special place in my heart. <laughs> like <laughs> And I feel that I mean and, and actually to talk about, you know I gotta you go I gotta mention your line in April. You know I can't leave that out. 
You know, I can't yeah. leave that out yeah. because, and I think for me personally, what really got me about this anime because be like as you're watching it, like, and it's something that I think does well done, but like it depends on the person also. But like at the end, where his mom, and this is we've been talking spoilers all the time, so I'm not gonna care. At the end, when his mom is like, uh, she's like, she's like, um, like you finally see the end of that one moment that has been like, you know terrorizing the main character the entire show about his mom like yelling at him and like making him cry and she sits there and talks to um her friend and like who becomes his care um caretaker and she's like you know i just want to give him everything he can to succeed like i want to yeah. i want to say that and when i die i did everything i could to give him a life in which he can be successful you know and like i felt that like that pierced me i was like mm-hmm. well like that moment it was like i was like god damn I get it. I, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't condone everything that she did, but I get it. And it, it, just a, nah, a great sure. a great moment, something that you really have to see, like the buildup and everything and how like in the end it affects him. And like how even like that that alone, it's not like it, it's a main plot. Like it's not a subplot. Like his, his relationship with his mother is still the main story. Even if we have everything else going on, his relationship with, with his mother is what, pulled him back but then it's what also pushes him forward so it's it's yeah, yeah. just a oh my gosh great moment in so many different ways um but, no i was gonna say i was gonna say what was you gonna say i like i was gonna let you know nah. oh all right yeah i was gonna say um because like just like what i like noted down um just before uh like what i noted down prior to the show Obviously, like as we like, because speaking of how we we're talking about how sing yesterday, or how you brought up sing yesterday about me and how that released us in like college, uh, like graduating college, as we got older, obviously, like our mental models are a little bit more flushed out. Uh, you know, our value system, our code system, like all those things are flushed out. You know, what we stand for, stuff like that. I do think, but like that's why, like that's one of the reasons why I love my hero academia so much, only because, um, and I I know like like. If that came out when we were kids, I don't like I would love it just as much. I would like probably more, obviously, but it's just like kids, like when kids nowadays who are watching My Hero Academia, when they get to our age, they're gonna really look back and be like, yo, that show like crafted me into like thinking about this, thinking about this, whatever, whatever. Cause like when I think about My Hero Academia, what I had noted down, I was I just wanted to talk about two characters, namely Endeavor and uh Bakugo. <laughs> but man, like those two characters. I love so much, I think, because as because I'm older and because I'm grown or whatever, and I was older when my academia came out, and like I had these things like figured out about myself. Um, as obviously as you get older, you know, when you watch anime, now you gravitate towards the things. Not that like some things, like some characters and moments may inspire you, but like now you gravitate towards the things that like embody you or like things that you have lived. You know what I'm saying? Um, kind of similar to like what you're mentioning with uh, Violet Evergarden with the letters and like how you had that experience personally, you know, because as a kid, you know, you have less experiences. So you're kind of gravitating to things that inspire you. But when you get older, you have these experiences and, you know, you you know these things about yourself. So you gravitate to things that you um, like identify with or things that, you know, you embody. So like Endeavor, one thing that like as a lesson to like kids watching it, who watch it now, and like one thing I really loved about Endeavor um, kind of like it's, it's basically the same reason why hawks love endeavor like that's why i've always mm-hmm. loved endeavor since like since like off rip <laughs> like uh endeavor wasn't the number one hero he was number two and it is okay to be number two but if you really care like endeavor did 
he never stopped gunning for the top spot. He was the only person challenging all my, he was the only person trying to be like, you know what I'm saying? He was the only person really trying to like put up a fight at all. Like, like he was the only person not content, like, oh, I'm gonna just leave it to all my, like these other heroes were like, yo, I'm gonna leave it to all my, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Endeavor was the only one really like working. I like, that's one thing that I really just appreciated about the show, appreciate about him as a character. And then my last thing I'll say before I start talking is uh, Bakugo, man. All right, man. My my girl, my girl knows how much I love Bakugo. I'm pretty sure everybody, if you listen to us, you probably I probably said something about Bakugo, but like he is really the goods, bro. Like that boy is just like obviously like Deku, like all these kids are striving to be number one, but the way Bakugo, and even Deku says it, like how Deku's like he calls Bakugo his uh, his image of victory. Bakugo really is a winner. And like that's just something like me and my brother like always said, like, you know, at a like at a young age, I always had this like, yo, I'm a I'm a winner mentality. Like I always believe in a win-win situation. And that's literally Bakugo to a T. I think that's why like I love him so much. Like just some of the things he says, like he's just he just that boy just wants to win. <laughs> and I love that. And I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why like I know kids. Today, who are watching my hair academia, they probably like, I don't know what they think about Bako, but I like, I just hope they're taking that home. Like, yo, be a winner. <laughs> like, man. Yeah, I just, I just had to go on a little tangent about that, man. No, you good, you good, you good, because I mean, because now you're not, you good, bro, because that, that again, that again's a great, a great little transition into the sport that, you know, the best sports anime that ever come out so far, you know what I mean? Hike you. Okay, now, no, now, when no I tell you, when I t- <laughs> What I tell you, Haikyuu has taught me. So let's okay. So I'm 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 gonna tell y'all I'm gonna tell you about myself to a little bit more. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was a collegiate athlete. Technically, I'm retired. You know what I mean? Who, I still got one more year of eligibility, so who knows really gonna happen? But talk, talk. I, I talk, you know what I mean? Because a collegiate athlete, um, I played football for 14 years, one year in in, in uh, college, um, and then I did track and field my other uh, three years, well, my other, well, all four years, like my other three years, um, along with uh, my four years of high school. So track athlete for about eight years. Um, and then I played like, you know, baseball, basketball. Like I played a little bit of like all baseball? those other sports. In the way. You said what? You played baseball? For a little bit. Oh, wow. You got that. There's little, ra- there's, there's little races out here, though. So, you know what I mean? It, it is, it, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but then I played, I played like enough sports to like really understand it. And Haikyuu was the... Only sports anime that I've seen so far that has shown every side of the athlete, like literally every side of the athlete from from we have the drive from Kageyama and Hinata, who, again, amazing rivalry, amazing main characters. Um, Their drive is palpable, like watching them. You get I I think that's one of the shows I've gotten more hype for than anything in my life. Like I, I think so as well, bro. The the gravitas, the gravity, all that. Like when they have the everything is just so well done. Like I feel like I'm there, you know. And this might be like a rehash of the season of the uh, our, our review because we're just gonna praise <laughs> Haikyuu for the next 20 minutes. No but <laughs> but it it really like it gave me and you know in the actually to speak on two very specific moments. Within the last season, which we also spoke about in review, we have the first the one moment where we have um, the seniors, the uh, third years, where yeah. they came up to the mountain, and that's where they accepted that this is my last chance. You yeah. know, 
And, you know, as an athlete, as a track athlete who's been who's been injured, had to sit out a year as a as a as a high school football player who like had that last amazing year, you know, like that you you you've had I've had that feeling twice, multiple times. So I'm like, yo, this is my last chance. Like yeah. this is really like this is it. After this, I'm done. Like and and like you want to give your all and and like when after the mountain and his opponent is like sitting there, it's like, yo, you're not just there for us. You're, there, you're not there for you. You're there for all of us. And I'm yeah. telling you that. Like I'm like and I, like that. I Haiku has like given me so much peace within myself as an athlete. Again, like as like an emotional center. Um, that it's, it's it's ridiculous. And then the second second moment is when we have the manager. Who's the track? Who used to be a track oh, star? I love, oh, oh my gosh! Because oh, ten out of ten. Oh, just this, this like had to quit because of an injury. Could never get back to it. And we have that imagery where like she's running back and she have her jump over the thing. And I just, oh. and I, I went crazy. Like like if y'all could see me in my room in my space when I saw that, I went crazy. I'm jumping up like 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 I I felt it. Because I, it literally, it, it, it was, because it was me. You know what I mean? I felt it because it was me. And so, like, I hike you alone. Like, it it touches me and, like, a, like, my sports body, like, in every single way. Like, I can't, I, I literally, I can't explain it in any better way than that. Word. No, 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 bro. Like, a thousand percent, like, Haikyuu, especially, oh, my, I, like, I, Kids who are kids who watch anime who are currently in high school, I say kids like I'm that much older than them, but anyway, yeah, kids who are in high school currently who watch anime, I hope they watch Haikyuu because, like, bro, if I watched that in high school, I think I no, I did wait, did I watched my senior year, I think I watched it, yeah, my I watched it my senior year, I think it's when it came out or whatever, or season one or two, anyway, but yeah, regardless, like, no, I agree with everything you said, and I think, like. Had they like had I watched that earlier, I think I would have approached high school sports way differently. Like just with way more passion. Like I'm not saying I wasn't passionate already, but still, like oh yeah, I would approach it with way more passion. That's how powerful I think the anime is, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel you ooh. exactly. Like it's like the passion they have and the passion I feel for is like on a different level than literally any anime. I think. I've ever watched. I don't know. I and you know what? We, we tried. We, I said. Like I said. I don't like stands. So I. I'm not going. You know. I, but I kind of stand Nike. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't get it. I don't. Right. You know what? I kind of do. All right. Don't don't try to come through on me. Somebody gonna diss you me on on Twitter. Be like, was this you? Have an audio file of me saying I hate stands. But yeah. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. It just. Uh, it's just. It's. It's so amazing in every. Oh my sorry form. Oh, you got one more in here. You did you say this one? Did you say silent voice? The silent voice is a. A silent voice. I had it on. I had it on. I didn't talk about, it, but silent voice definitely throw that in there with uh because I read the manga. Definitely throw that in there with just like that that existential like high schooler just trying to figure out love and all that <laughs> like romance and like life and all that in general. Um, I think it's just a it's just a good story. Like, yeah, it's definitely just a good story. But that's really all I have, man. Like for the for this topic in general. I mean, uh, I, I think I think the only thing else I had on here was uh, shampoo and bebop and th those. And I think bebop, like I said again, we were talking me and Bo was talking before the episode. I love bebop for like its space opera feel, also for its personal stories. Um, 
in you know in a way uh, talking about the human existence um, throughout the galaxy and you know how even as people travel outward you know what I mean different planets you know you still the same issues still persist and so I think Cowboy Bebop did a great job of doing that you know um, uh, in, in a very great way um, and then Shampoo. Shampoo was great for different ways. I think Shampoo, you know, especially with hip hop influences, amazing yeah. fight scenes and uh, character character interactions and characterizations. I think it it gives that that again another strength of friendship, another strength of you know um, going over hardships and the stories it tells um, throughout its its uh, throughout its run is similar to Cowboy Bebop's in a way of um, you know no matter how far you go. You know the same issues persist so those are yeah. the two things i really had left after that word so um, yeah man this is a topic though oh, we, gonna, we, gonna come back, we gonna come back to it with the squad one day y'all gonna, y'all gonna see this again you know then y'all can hear how everybody started anime that's that'd be a, that not that episode that'd be long that this that'd be yeah. long <laughs> um but uh since we're done with that we're gonna jump into the news as always um First, we got Bandai Namco Arts announces a mixed box streaming program. Now, I did click on this one. Let's see if, let's see if it loads. Interesting. Because another stream program was like for Bandai Namco games, like anime. Like, what is it for? Because if it's for games, I would not get it because Bandai Namco is very hit or miss. Like, mm. and they like yeah. to miss a lot more than they like to hit. <laughs> That's comedy. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it's a music thing. Okay. All right. So this says, it says I'm on Wednesday. You said what? I said I'm off it. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be. Oh, I'm, yeah. not that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna use that. Um, but for people who like Bandai Namco Arts Music, apparently it will release a free streaming program called Mixbox, the beta, the beta version of the video streaming program that connects you 24/7. Uh, will launch on Lance's YouTube channel at 11 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. It will remain online for 24 hours. Um, it will launch an official website and Twitter account on Wednesday. I think it was this week, so it already came out. Like we already missed it, so sorry about that. Um, actually, I don't. I don't remember what day this was. It's either next Wednesday or this Wednesday, one of the two. But if you're really into that, then definitely go ahead and look into it. Um, the artists, uh, I would say their names, but I cannot pronounce all of them. But if you are, uh, <laughs> if you are interested, I'll go check it out. Um, we will not be. But uh um next we have my heroes one justice two games adds English dubbed and update um which I think is really cool accessibility is always awesome um yeah boy got a boy Zeno Robinson in there um and we got our other boy Gabe Kunda should be in there too I don't I actually I don't know if they have his character in there so don't I don't know I don't want to be a liar but them two in there um Will this make me buy My Heroes One Justice too? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but is it interesting? Yes. Um, next we have Funimation ads, the promised Neverland anime's English dub. Oh, so good. if you just yeah, if you just want a reason to rewatch it or you've been waiting for the dub or something like that, then bada bing, bada boom, you can go watch some Funimation. Um Next, we have Tokyo Keizai, Anime Industry Insider Share Reservations about Netflix's streaming model. Um, so uh, they said, from what I'm looking at, it says, if the anime is a hit, it's a win for Netflix. But if it's a loss, it's our, the production company's win. 
And the reason for this is because under Netflix's licensing deals, the streaming rights are bought outright so that the production company does not receive royalties no matter how many views the anime gets. And then another issue oh, is according to the manager... That's hella disrespectful. They should definitely get royalties. Another issue is according to the management of an advertising firm is that Netflix does not reveal viewership numbers to all, all, all at all to their partners. This makes it difficult wow. to negotiate for a higher payment for the next streaming deal. A leader at one of the companies that participated in the well-known anime program is quoted as saying, at this rate, we might be, be we might become a subcontracting a subcontracting company to Netflix. So wow, that's Netflix crazy that they don't that's crazy that they don't give them the viewership because it's like, bro, they need that transparency. Like now that's that's wild, bro. That's wild. Wow. But but you know what? This answers a lot of questions. You know what I mean? This answers a lot of questions. Enough, yeah, it makes the, like it explains some things. Yeah. Yeah, because like why 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 aren't we getting second second um second seasons on a lot of this Netflix anime that's good? Why aren't we getting um uh why is some why is it um why aren't we getting more um seasonal anime on Netflix? Why aren't we getting more? This because Netflix is some dicks. That's what we're figuring out. Wow, we need to cancel crazy. Netflix and cancel Netflix. That, that might be the next move. You know, they before black people. Now that I'm thinking about it, if they're doing this for the people for anime, what you think they're doing for, <laughs> on the inside for the black people? Like, what's it? This makes me starting to think. And um, they've they have a quote about Demon Slayer in here. Um, it says Netflix also deals primarily with streaming deals, meaning that there are many cases where the production company has a difficulty selling off the rights to merchandise, games, home video, and other forms of media. Uh, this is a problem for an industry that relies heavily on a media mix franchise and self-made forms of revenue. The management at one production company complained that because the number of people who see the anime through streaming is limited, it failed to become a hit. An insider at a different company remarked, it would have been difficult for Demon Slayer to become the huge hit that it was if it was only distributed through streaming. So Netflix taking, Netflix not only taking L's, they doing, wow. they doing, the, anime, you know they doing the anime community bad. That's crazy because I remember seeing like how this article was something like that. It was talking about like how anime, how Netflix can ruin the anime industry. And I didn't read it, but it was a while ago. So I don't know if it had mentioned any of this stuff. I doubt it. But if it did, that's interesting. But it's just like, wow, like this definitely does. Like you said, it definitely does explain some things and it really does uncover some light. Like just like what really goes on, you know, then it's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, and honestly, it makes sense why somebody said that their anime wasn't a hit. Because of that, I I can believe that because there's a few like Knights of Sidonia, not a, not an I don't want to say the best anime in the world, but definitely a really good anime that deserves a second season. But looking at that now, I can see like the people who made it, like in Japan, are like, we're not doing this again. Because they bought the streaming rights, so we can't we can't send it anywhere else. And yeah. then not even not even that they bought streaming rights, we don't even know how many people watch it. We don't even know if it's popular. Yeah, yeah we, we don't know the viewer like, numbers. <laughs> Like, come on now. Like, it's and and then and the fact that they don't get royalties on it either, which means that they don't. So, that if you if you if they get it for like, I don't know, they get a, a deal for like uh, some random number, let's say eighty thousand, eight thousand dollars, but then a million people watch it. Netflix gets all that bread. Like, they should be getting like at least thirty. Like, I don't. They should they get, get like rapper no prices or something. <laughs> Nothing. Like, come on now. Like, so Man, Netflix, you doing bad, all right? I don't want to have to start. I want to start treating you like um, Funimation now. That's um, <laughs> comedy. I don't want to do that. Uh, next, we have Amazon develops the Promise Neverland live action series. I did see that. No faith. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm off it, but we'll see what happens. I guess. We'll, we'll see. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, I, I think Evan. I think Evan might be happy with that. You know what I mean? Because Evan loved the Promise Neverland. That's his, that. That's his goal. I'm serious. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have Carolyn Tuesday manga ends in July. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm interested if we have another season. But then again, Carolyn Tuesday was a Netflix anime. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, damn. We may never see another season. <laughs> yup. Where I just got so sad. Oh my gosh. Whatever. Moving on. Hero Mishima's Eden Zero manga will have important announcements. We all know what that means. Stu- anime. Studio, studio getting announced. Maybe. Anime. Nah, nah, nah. It's just, it's just an anime, bro. It's just, it's just... Sometimes, sometimes subvert me, dog. You know what, what, wait, uh, what, <laughs> what studio did Fairy Tail? What's the what? I said, what studio did Fairy Tail? You know? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know if it's out of my head. I'm about to see if I can look it up really quickly. But yeah, you can continue. It was a consistent story, though. It was a consistent studio because they did a good job. Yeah. Um, We have ReZero starting life in another world. The Prophecy of the Throne game heads west in the winter. Now, this is interesting to me because as as I've been paying attention more, you know, we've been talking about video games more often on the the pod. Um, There are a lot more anime games than I knew. Um, This is by Spike Chunsoft. um, Garbage. Um, The game is described as one month after Subaru's No Life in Another World began. An emissary sent by the Royal Castle suddenly appears with news that the Royal Selection has been postponed but offers no reason as to why. The postponement of this grand event that decides the next ruler of the kingdom of Lugunikia stirs Subaru Subaru, and his friends into action. They return to the Royal Capital only to find that a sixth candidate has claimed their stake for the throne. But the Dragonstone prophesies that only five candidates will be chosen. With one candidate being an imposter, suspicions are immediately cast to one woman in Amelia, one woman in particular, Amelia. With what answers lie beyond the mysterious web of assassins, betrayal, and conspiracies, dropping for the Switch and the PS4. Bro, that's a lot. <laughs> that was a lot, bro. I so much. It's it's a what if. So it's not based on it's a what if scenario based on the first season. That plot's um, mad dense. It was mad dense, bro. It was more reading than I expected. Um <laughs> Way more reading than I expected. Uh but that's that's what's coming. That's what's coming. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna play it. I it, it, right now it looks like a like a dating sim. I don't know what it is. Like it doesn't say if it's RPG or whatever, but yeah, I'm expecting um one of those really dialogue heavy uh video game anime video games. Yeah. Um next we have my laptop not responding. Okay. All right. Um, Next, we have uh, how much longer is it taking to make anime under COVID nineteen? Manton Manton Web investigates. Yeah. Okay. This this came up for me. Um. So Manton Web online news outlet reports on Sunday that based on interviews it had conducted with a number of anime industry insiders, anime is currently taking twice as long to produce overall and three times as long to dub. So, um, oh wow, yeah, I don't so, know why it's taking that long to dub though. Because, I mean, because remember, because like if we're talking about dub, because I'm pretty sure sub is basically in 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 uh in country, you know what I mean? Yeah. While yeah. dub is out of country, so yeah. that could probably be why. Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I guess you know, office hours change, especially with everything going on, so yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. 
Um, it says there are many studios that are still transitioning into digital. When it comes to telework, the checks are going to take a while no matter how you slice it. There are a lot of people, there are lots of people who are used to face-to-face -face meetings, which makes the quality of the work fall. It's very hate, it's very hard to maintain the quality with telework. So um we'll we'll see. I mean, that's I mean, we'll see what happens. That's why a lot of, and that makes that makes a lot of sense why a lot of anime has been pushed back to 2021. Yeah. Because because of how bad that that is. Um, yeah, I'm gonna skip to this one because, yeah, yeah, go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. What you gonna say? No, I was gonna say, especially with like the um, the telework when it comes to like you know, just like regular voices, like not even bringing up the dub, but it's like you know, people you know, had like like getting it all to flow smoothly. I bet it's like a, a hard, a hard task, so all right, yeah, I feel that. Um, next we have um. Next, we have domestic girlfriend created comments on backlash from overseas fans. That means it's us, folks. Um, domestic girlfriend created. If you haven't watched this, uh, Bo, <laughs> this is a, this is like a drama filled anime. I'm guessing the manga is like even more drama filled. Um, and short, short, short. Like uh, to tell a long story short, um, the main character is this guy who has sex with this girl, and then he finds out the next day that uh, the girl's uh, mom right is marrying mm. his dad and oh, wow. the girl the, the woman has two daughters the girl he had sex with and his teacher he has a crush on his teacher so oh, now they're both coming to live with him so what do you expect you know what i mean it's anime so you could kind of guess you know where, where it's coming next but yeah. um <laughs> so the uh the, the guy nice. says um the comments from overseas users appears to be in reaction to the final chapters of the manga the series will end on june 10th he said i've been receiving an overwhelming amount of jocular insults criticisms and prolonged harassment from overseas twitter users and it's been a bit rough so i'm gonna, I'm gonna need y'all to give my nigga a brick okay <laughs> that's comedy <laughs> i'm gonna need because uh, he, he just trying to finish it out he's enjoyed what he's done He's trying to finish it. Um, actually, no, actually, no. Actually, they have a story description. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this to you real quick, Bo. High schooler Natsuo is hopelessly in love with his cheerful and popular teacher, Hina. However, one day at a mixer, he meets a moody girl by the name of Rui and ends up sleeping with her. Soon after, his father announces that he's getting remarried to a woman with two daughters of her own. And who, who shows up in tow? Other, who shows up in tow other than both Hina and Rui? Natsuo's outrageous new life starts now. Oh wow, That's bro! Trip. That bro, it is crazy. I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't say it's good, but I won't say it's bad. Let's see that. Um, let's see. Last few news we have is new live action Blood Sea film sequels trailer reveals the theme song and July 11th opening. I don't know Blood Sea had a live action. I'm actually interested to see how they do with all the grotesqueness. I don't got to be like NC-17 in Japan or something because Blood Sea is gory as hell. So I don't know how they do oh, that. Okay. I don't know how. Next day, PA Works, Apari Ranman finally is coming back on July 3rd with episode four. We've won, ladies and gentlemen. Finally coming back. Apari Ranman is you know, it's probably going to be my next favorite anime of that season. Um Big, I guess, big, like, really good friendship vibes. I'm, I'm really loving it. Uh, next, right. the last two last two things. Yeah, One Piece drops on Friday. It's the first 115 episodes, I think. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's about, like, six or four or five arcs worth, I believe. 115, 112. Um, 
So, you know, got a lot of you, if you want to start one piece, you can start there. But by the time you finish, there'll be at a thousand. So what's yeah. the point? Oh, speaking of <laughs> along with one piece, I think uh, Pokemon Journeys comes this Friday as well. I'm not entirely Ooh. sure, though. But I remember seeing something about it. But Pokemon Journeys is coming to Netflix soon. Okay, so Pokemon Journeys coming too. Last, we had the PS5 reveal happened today on Thursday, June 11th. Um, all I got to say is I am not impressed with the way it looks. However, I have an Xbox One X, so the most newest Xbox before the Series X. So I'm going to buy it off the strength of Miles Morales. And honestly, that is weird. pisses me off. It pisses me off, bro. Because and I, again, I said it to Bo before we started. Spider-Man being a platform exclusive is one of the most fucked up things in gaming that I feel like I've I seen in a long time. I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. You, you, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. But <laughs> it's, it's it's like because am I, I I don't know. I feel like if it was a game, it would be different if Spider-Man was seventy percent of Sony exclusive. Like every other game was only on was only on PlayStation, but literally for about what well, besides the last Spider-Man game for like about ten what ten to fifteen years, I don't know probably about ten years, every Spider-Man game was cross-platform. It was mm-hmm. um, it was both it was both on Xbox, PS, and PlayStation. It was on both of them. But now for about two games, they're going to make it only PlayStation. Like Sony, I get it. I I really get it. But this, I feel like this is so anti-consumer. It's ridiculous. But yeah. it's like it's so anti-consumer, and that Sony is very good at being anti-consumer. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'll, I'm going to pick it up just because again, I already have the newest one. Uh, but I'm probably going to get like five games for it. I'm not playing any of my online games on PS5. But uh, we'll see what happens. The trailer looked really good for the new Spider-Man game. Also, I think he did Horizon Zero Dawn two. They did. They did release trailer for Last of Us. Last of Us two again. Yeah, Last um, of Us two. Fire. Part two. It looks great. And then they did a, a another two other trailers. And I saw people complaining about two K twenty one only getting like a twenty second thing. And I'm like, I'm gonna be honest. Most of y'all that I see playing PlayStation only play two K and Madden. So y'all don't have any, y'all don't. Y'all don't have words for this the PS5 versus, versus Xbox. If you only play those two games or Fortnite, I don't care about your opinion. That's comedy. Mm. I don't care about your opinion. If you're not if you're not playing all the single player games for it, your opinion does not matter to me. <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna just funny. keep it straight. I, I'm gonna just keep it straight. All right. Now, you know, that's all the news we have for today. Um uh next we have final words uh last words i said final words last words you already know what we do every week yes, Talk that sure. shit. whatever we gotta say we gotta say um go ahead bo oh last words uh, i'll keep it short one i really wanted to say thank you again to uh shanti i hope i'm saying your name right miss shanti um for reaching out to us on twitter uh we hope you listen to more podcasts and definitely feel free to interact with us more um so that and then Black Lives Still Matter. Mm. Talk that talk. Um, for my last words, I don't have anything to slander today. Um, I think I want to say straight. Um, everybody's anime journey is different, and although on the podcast we we talk a lot about you know shows you may dislike, shows me we didn't like. Da, 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 at the end of the day, it's our opinions. 
even if you come down to our reviews and you like you are listening to review, like, oh, I don't agree with this review, that's fine. Um, everybody's journey is different, but everybody likes is different. And you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta stay true to yourself. If you watch enough anime, that's the main theme. A lot of these is staying true to yourself. Yeah. And so stay true to what you like, you know what I mean? You know, listen, if you trust, if you really trust our opinions, then go ahead. I mean, I, if you trust our opinion, I, hey, hey, you know what? I love it. I love it because I give my opinion every day. Me, Bo, we all give our opinions every day. Um, but, you know, our word is not law. So um, definitely, you know what I mean? Take the time to explore. Find what you like. Come back to us. I hope you I hope y'all agree with our reviews from time to time. But find what you like. Come back to us. And also, um, yeah, talk to us. Hit us up on Twitter whenever. You know what I mean? I'm on that John like Donkey Kong all day long. That round, all three of those round. Yay. Relax. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. Um, but uh yeah, hit us up. Um whenever at at us, talk bad about Bo and how he doesn't read enough. Um I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, but that's it again. Uh thanks. Uh rate us. Comment, you know, what I mean, if you're on Apple Music, whatever, whatever podcast and say you listen to us on, rate us, whatever you got to do. Um, the higher the rates, the more people get to listen, the more people get to listen, the more episodes we drop. I promise yeah. you. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank y'all for listening. We love all y'all, and that's it. Love you guys. Talk soon.